Recording in progress. Okay, good morning everyone. Shalom Aleichem. Uh, Rabbi Goldberger, do you want me to begin or do you want to... All, all yours. Go uh, for it. Okay. Uh, good morning everyone. Shalom Aleichem. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, I, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll speak more about it at the end, but I myself uh, began Daf Shavua a couple of years ago. I was giving a lot of shiurim um, and I wasn't sure... Uh, how to give a Gemara shir. Daf Yomi was going to be too much. I couldn't prepare a, a blot every day. And I was already giving a Gemara shir once or twice a week, twice a week. And uh, Daf Shavuos was starting a new Masechta. And I figured, look, I probably could do a blot a week. It's probably not a big deal. And I, But I said to myself, how, how are we ever going to cover any ground? And we're here we are a couple years later. We started with, we did Beya. Tainus, Megillah, Maid Katan, Chagiga, Rosh Hashanah I skipped, and uh, so we did seven Masechtas already, and many people in our Chabura, uh, I think in the, the first the first Masechta we did, we figured, okay, we're doing a blad a week, we could Chazer, so many people Chazered it twice, three times, and every Masechta we do, people see, you know, in order to know something, you really have to Chazer it many, many times. And uh, we had people in our Chabura that Chazard Yivamis more than 10 times. And uh, it really becomes very sweet. You, you, you take a blot and you, after you learn a blot, uh, that week, it really does not take a long time to Chazard. You could Chazard it many, many times. And you put it in your back pocket and you really make a Kenyan on it. So I'm a very big fan of Dafa Shavua. <laughs> Me personally, it's the only way to go. It's the only way really to have any retention not just retention, but but understanding something. You know, um, you know, if you're in yeshiva and you have ten hours a day, okay, maybe you could do a blot a day. But if uh, if it's just a say there, uh, a, a certain amount of time every day, it uh, it's really an amazing way to go. You'll see in no time you'll be covering masechtas, and uh, it, it's something that gives a person a lot of sipuk. Okay, so by way of intro, I want to uh, begin with a very Let's call it an unusual question. Actually, I just saw last night that the Chassam Soifer, when he was a young boy, he asked this question to his Rebbe, the Hafla. There's a Medrash. The Medrash says there are four individuals. They all began their speech with a certain word. And because they began with this certain word, they had a downfall. And that word is Af. Aleph Pei. Af. Four people, the Medrash said began their speech with the word af, and they had a downfall. Who are they? Number one, the Nachash. The Nachash said, Af, Kiyomer, Lekim, God's a doni from all the, all the trees. He started with af, and that's it. His legs were cut off, and he stepped on, and he eats the dirt. So that was the first person who started off his speech on a, on a wrong note. I always say, you know, if you get up to speak at a Sheva Brach or something, the worst way to start is... You know, I'm really not a speaker. Now, if you're not a speaker, pal, get down and let somebody else speak. Don't torture everybody. That I would call the second worst way to start a drusha. The worst way, af. You never want to start with your drusha with the word af. Who's the second person? The oife, the baker, the sarha oife. <laughs> you have the sarha mashkim, sarha oife. So the sarha oife hears that uh, Yosef interprets the dream well for the sarha mashkim. So he says. And we know what happened to him. Who else? Koirach. 
Kaira Af El Eretz Karach began his drasha with the word Af. The next thing we know, the ground is swallowing Karach. And also Haman. Af So Haman begins his drasha with the word Af. All these people began uh, began with Af, and they had a very bad downfall. So it's brought in the Sefer, you have it on your screen, on the screen, or I'm telling you it's in the Sefer Shemen Hatoiv, which is somewhat of a, of a rare Sefer, in the name of Reb Shmelka of Nicholsburg. Why do we have a parak in Ksubis? The fifth parak of Ksubis begins with the word Af. I mean, how can, after all that, the last way you want to begin any parak in Shas is the word Af, and here the fifth parak of Ksubis begins with the word Af, parak Af LP. And again, I saw last night that the Chassam Sefer also asked this question, and he gave an amazing answer. He says that it's Yadua, we have a tradition, that Masech the Ksuba is the Kadmoinim call Shas Kata. Okay, so this is not just like an expression that you heard in Yeshiva, it's not just something people say, well, Ksubas is very Lam Desha Masechta, you have Psvek uh, Sveika and Bari Veshema, and you have Sheva Brachas, and you have Psikresh uh, Nichale. No, no, no. This, there, this is a, this is an idea brought in the Kadmoinim that somehow Ksubis encapsulates Kala Torakula. It's called Shas Kata. By the way, it's interesting. Ksubis has a uh, something like 111 blot. You know, 111 is always associated with Enoid Movadai. Eno why Enoid Movadai? The Svarim say Enoid Movadai is Rashi Tevais. Aleph, Ayin, Mem, 111, or 111, absolute unity, one. So the Torah, of course, is Yichud Hashem. So Ksubis, which is Shas Katan, has 111 blood, the ultimate unity, the uh, the hallmark of unity. So therefore, uh, Ksubis has 111 blood. Okay, so what is Torah? Says of Shvok of Nicholsburg, Torah is Yud Gimel Midois Torah are the 13 principles of through which the Torah is darshaned. You know, in English we call it 13 principles of hermeneutic exegesis. But the Yugimomidashatonidrashasbahem. But it's very interesting. You know, we begin Shachris uh, in the morning. We say a brice of Rabbi Shmuel. Right? We say these 13 midas. Why are we reciting Yud Gimel Midosh Atoy Nedreshes Bahem as we're about to daven Shachras? We're not we're not about to learn Gemara. If we're going to learn Gemara, I can understand. You know, before you open up your Gemara, you're going to say Rishmaloimer Bishaloshesvi Midosh Atoy Nedreshes Bahem. But we're about to daven. The answer is, and the Bnei Yisachar discusses the idea from the Maggid of Mezrich. And by the way, the Malbim in his Sefer Eretz Chemda in Parshas Bahaloischa. They both reveal a, an amazing idea that Torah, Yud Gimel Midois, Shatonid Reshes Bahem, correspond to Yud Gimel Midois Harachamim, 13 principles of mercy. And each Midah Shatonid Reshes is Me'oyrer, it arouses, it awakens a different Midas Harachamim. So it comes out, you know, somebody, somebody needs Rachamim. So, the best way to get Rachamim is to learn Shas. The best way to elicit Rachamim Shamayim is to learn Tarshabal Peh. Because each Midosh Atonin Reshes Bahem 
corresponds to Yud Gimel Midas Harachamim. Says Rabbi Shmelko of Nicholsburg, if Ksubis is, so to speak, the microcosm of Kala Terakula, it's Shas Kata, how many Prakum should Ksubis have? 13. And, lo and behold, Haloi Davarhu, Ksubis has 13 Prakim, Keneged Yud Gimel Midas Harachamim, so now let's count the Yud Gimel Midas Harachimim. According to the Arizal, it goes like this. We don't count Hashem Hashem. Kel, Rachum, Vichanun, Erech, Apayim, Af. The fifth Midah of Rachamim is God's patience. Ah, therefore corresponding to the third, the fifth Midah of Rachamim, the fifth parak of Ksubis, says Rav Shmuel of Nicholsburg, is Af Alpi. As if by learning that parak, it causes the Rebbe to be more patient with Kal Yisrael. So, it's a really an amazing Einfall that Ksubis is microcosm of Kala Teira Kula. Kala Teira is Yudgim Omidah Shatan Nidrash Hashem Dahayinu Yudgim Omidah Sarachabim Right, the, the Bnei Yisachar brings from the Magid that Moshe Abeno davened for for Miriam, he was mispalel, kale na rafa nala, he was trying to be ma'ayra, the midah of kale, so Hashem says, you want to be ma'ayra, the midah srachma of kale, then you need to learn the corresponding midah shatayra nidreshes behem, which is kavachoymer, Hashem makes kavachoymer, ve'aviha yoroik yorak b'faneha aloisi kolem shivas yamim, ti kolem shivas yamim. So here, this is really an amazing discovery, of Rav Shmuel of Nicholsburg, the fifth parak of Ksubis is Afalpi, because it's Ma'oyer the Erech Apayim of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. In fact, it's very interesting. In uh, friend of mine, um, Joe Talansky, I believe his name is, showed me in um, Rav Zilberstein's Sefer Chashukei Chemed. Somebody asked Rav Yitzchak Zilberstein if somebody wants to work on the Mida of Kas. Could, could the Rabbi Yitzchak suggest a limud to help a person uh, improve in the area of Kas? So Rabbi Yitzchak Zilberstein cited this Shemen HaToiv of Rav Shmalkov Nicholsburg that if you want to work on the Midah of Kas, then uh, learn Masech Ksubis, especially Perek Afalpi. That there's a special Segula in Perek Afalpi to, to work on one's Kas. By the way, just as a, a brief tangent, you know, we have at the end of Parashas Voracious so the whole world is going down. The whole world is being destroyed. And there's one man standing. Why? He's Matzachin Be'ine Hashem. What did he do? What exactly was it about Noyach that he was Matzachin Be'ine Hashem? It's amazing. The Sefer Charedim of Rabbi Lezer Askiri, Rabbi Lezer Askiri was a contemporary of the Arizal. He writes, that the Torah doesn't say exactly why Noach was Matzachim in Hashem. It must be that we could see why he find he found favor in the word Noach, and that is Noach. He didn't get angry. He was a calm person. It says Noach three times. He was Noach b'diburai, Noach b'hiluchai, v'Noach b'maasav. And while the rest of the world was corrupt, and really Be'etzim, Noach also deserved to be punished with them, the Haredim writes, the reason he was Matzachin is because he didn't get angry, which is a very uh, 
startling idea. You know, we talk about kas, and uh, in in our value system, you know, we we always talk about. Uh, of course, you have to daven with a minion, and you have to learn every day, and you have to learn with eon, and you have to uh, kashrus, of course. And sometimes uh, midos get thrown under the rug. And here, this is a very powerful example of here. The reason why this was the last man standing was because he worked on himself that he didn't lose his cool. Okay, let's proceed over here. There's a very interesting uh, remez in the first four words of Masech Tzubas. Besula niseis liyayim haravi. The Ben Yoyad of Sanhedrin says, Besula niseis liyayim haravi, Rashi Tevais, Levana. Levana. So Rashi Tevais, the moon. Okay, yeah, good. What are you going to do with that? But that's what the, that's what the um, Ben Yehoyada brings down. In um, a Tshuva Sefer, one of the descendants, let's see, um, it's not, it's, you have it on the sheet, oh, it's called Shalsi Tshuva's Zichroin Soifrim, which is a Sefer on Masech the Yivamais. He brings that the Chassam Soifer as well would speak about the Remez. Here, I have it, uh, um, I blew it up for you. What's the connection between the moon and There's a minog that many people have, that they only get married in the first part of the month as the moon is getting bigger, but they don't get married at the end of the month. Remember, uh, actually I could say, today is my uh, anniversary, so I'll say, we were going to get married after Sukkot, but... Uh, you know, the Shver said, you get married only in the beginning of the month, when the moon is b'chidusha, not at the end of the month. It's a, such a minhag. It's brought in the Ramah. So Chassam Soifer says, a remez to the minhag is, besula nises liyoyim haravi levana, the moon. Well, I mean, in other words, we only get married when the moon is becoming bigger. Just between me and you, the Hafla says this is not a correct minhag. should not be makbed on it. I, the Ramah, because he asks the stira in the Ramah. The Ramah says that by Shabbos, the, the Machaber says, don't get married after Rosh Chodesh Av. The Ramah adds, don't get married after Shabbos Batamas. Ask the Hafla in his Hagois and Shavonach, what do you mean don't get married after Shabbos Batamas? You're not going to get married after Shabbos Batamas anyway, because it's the end of the month. Why would the Ramah have to argue and add to the Machaber? The Machaber says, don't get married after after uh, Rosh Chodesh, oh, the Ramah says, don't get married after Shavos Batamas. You can't get married then anyway. Says the Hafla, when the Ramah in Yerodeus says the Minog is not to get married in the second half of the month, that just means people don't do it. It doesn't, but it's not correct. So the Ramah has to add, and uh, the, the, the Hafla is Medayik, there's a difference between Noihagin and Nohagu. Where... Nohagu may mean people do it, but it's not necessarily correct. Noyagin means you should do it l'chachila. By the way, look in Ksubis on, on, I believe, Dalet Ahmed Bez, where the Gemara makes um, a similar diok that there's a difference between Noyagin and Nohagu. Okay. Let's proceed. So we have this, we have this remez of Levana. So, but it's interesting, another aside, um, Rav Nachman of Breslov writes that if somebody's looking for a shidduch, he says a segula to find a zivog 
is to say Kiddush Levana B'Kavana. Reb Chaim Falaji writes the same thing. He says, why? What does Kiddush Levana have to do with finding a Zivug? He says, Besula Nisseis Liyoim Haravi is Rashi Tevois Levana. So, but others say, I think I put this on the sheet, um, the Shailas Yaakov brings, here's another Segula to find the Shidduch. They say, learn Mesech Ksubis. Mesech Ksubis is a Shidduch to find, is a Segula to find the Shidduch. Okay, so you have two options. You could either say Kish Levana Bekavana, or you could learn Ksubis Be'ion. Either one is gonna, is a, is a, a Segula. Okay. We're still by way of introduction. I, I do want to get to a lot point, but, uh, I want to share the following with you. The Chida, the Chida wrote a perush on Shas, it's called Pesach Enayim. And the Chida has a wondrous, uh, drasha that he gave as a hakdama to Masach Subas, and he begins by, by citing Ramami Pano. Ramami Pano is Ramanacham Azaria of Pano. Ramanacham Azaria of Pano was one of the great Italian Mikubalim. And wants to know, what's the deeper reason why Chazal recommend to get married on Wednesday? On B'yoyim Haravi. Okay, now what we say now doesn't mean you have to say over at the Shabbos table. I'm just telling you what the Chida says. You know, lots of luck trying it. But, but here it goes. What happened on Wednesday? If we're supposed to get married on Wednesday, that means there's a limud in the Yom HaRavi that something we need to take out of Yom HaRavi to apply to a marriage. So we know in Yom HaRavi, the Yom Hashem created the Shemesh and the Yareach, and they were equal. And they were just sitting around. And they were just there. Sun and moon, sun and moon. And there were no Toiladais. There were no other offspring. Until one of them realized, well, wait a second. You can't have two leaders. You can't have two, you can't have two people in the highest position of power. So what did the Rivan Shalom do? The Rivan Shalom made the moon small. Oh! And then all of a sudden the stars came. All of a sudden they're, they're stars. Says the, the Chida, same thing with Avraham and Sarah. Avraham and Sarah were originally like the sun and the moon. Two great personalities. The problem is when you have two great personalities, there won't be any offspring. Vashem pokad es Sarah, says the Chida. Hashem diminished Sarah. He was mamayit Sarah, like he was mamayit the Levana. Ah! Oh! And all of a sudden Yitzchak was born. Says the Chida, the re- in the name of Ramami Pano, the reason why we get married on Wednesday is we're telling the Chassan and Kala, you know, if you both think you could have two captains... This is not a recipe for success over here. You need to learn the lesson of the Shemesh and the Yareach. That E Efshar Lishnei Malachim Sheishtam Shubekesar Echad. So therefore we remind them there's, there's gotta be a Shemesh and there needs to be Miyad Halavana. And when there's a Shemesh and a Miyad Halavana, then Be'ezus Hashem, you'll have Koychavim. Again. Don't say this over at the Shabbos. I'm just letting you know what the Chidah says. That's the reason why we get married on Wednesday. He even says, that's the, that's the deeper meaning, Matzah or Moitzah. Matzah, the Nakuda, the Kamat, is under. When it's Matzah, when the Isha recognizes that she's under, then there's success. When she's a Choylam and she puts herself on top, then it's Moitzah ni Mar Mimaves. Now, he even says, 
the Ish has a greater gematria than the Isha. Ish is, you know, but when it's umoitzani marmi mama says ha Isha, when the woman wants to put in the hay and be an equal gematria with him, that's when there's trouble. Ah, okay, that's the, so therefore, basula nises liyam ravi, because we tell them, you want to have successful offspring, we have to understand, I remember I used to hear from Rav Miller many times, there are no two captains. There's a captain and there's a first mate. Now the captain has to treat the first mate with great honor and respect, but these are the two positions. So I, I, I left it at that. So I was, I was always bothered, you know, on Daf Beis in Ksubis, Daf Beis in Ksubis, um, the Gemara has a kasha. The Gemara asks, Amr Rav Yosef, Amr Yudam why they say oh, because we learned in Abraisa that if the time of the twelve months comes and he doesn't marry her, she could eat from his assets. However, if it's not Wednesday yet, it's not time to get married. So Gemara has a kasha, Amarab Yosef, Mori Avram, Master of Avraham. What kind of answer is that? That's the reason you get married on Wednesday? The Mishnah says why he got married on Wednesday. So that, in case he could go early to Bezin if he finds she's not a Basula. So it's always, what's the Lushan of Mare de Avram? You ever see that? You ever see in the whole Shas where an Amoira expresses incredulously, Mare de Avram. What's Mare de Avram? Ah, oh, says the Chida, this is a riot to the Ramami Pano. That the whole reason to get married on Wednesday is to remember the sun and the moon. Is to remem- remember, Hashem Pakadah Sarah. Remember, Avram and Sarah only had offspring. Vashem Pakad. So you're going to give a, a wrong reason for Basul and this is Yamaravi. Master of Avraham, don't you, <laughs> Mori Avram, don't you remember the reason for Basul and Yamaravi? Is because of Avraham and Sarah. It's a very uh, interesting Joshua Lechidat. Now, this is all Maruma's Basula Nisseis Liyaim Haravi Rashi Tevais Levana. Remember the moon. Levana. Remember the moon. So let's go to the first Tysis. The first Tysis asks, why does it say Bisula? It should say Habisula, just like in the beginning of Kedushin. It's, it says, Hoisha Niknis. Why does it say, why does it say Bisula? It should say Habisula, just like it says Hoisha Niknis or Hayavama Niknis. So Tysis says, well, by a Isha in Kedushin, it's going on the Isha. In the pasuk kiikach ish isha, so it's going on a definitive woman. It says ha isha, but there's no definitive besula. So it says besula. So I heard from Rav Moshe Aaron Friedman that al pidrush. There's a very pashat answer to Tosis's question. The Mishnah needs to be merames levana lamed beis nun hey. So we have to say besula, not ha besula. Otherwise, you ruin the whole drasha. Okay, so let's move on to a lamdisha point. Okay, let's move on to the third Tysus. We'll start with Rashi. Rashi says, why does the Basula get married on Wednesday? In case he lives with her, and he discovers that she is not a Basula. So, he'll go to Bezdin, Rashi says. Um, uh, the, this is the last Rashi on the Mishnah. Rashi says, Umitoich sheyavoy lebezdin yizbarer hadavar by going to Bezdin, the matter will become clear. When the rumor spreads that the husband suspects he's not a Basula, 
maybe Edom will come and Edom will say, yeah, Taka, she was Mazana Tachtov, she was Mazana Baratzain. That's what Rashi learns. Rashi learns that Basula gets married on Wednesday because we need him to go to Bezdin. And if a Basula will get married on, let's say, on Tuesday, so we know Bezdin sits on Monday and Thursday. So if the Basula is going to get married on uh, on Tuesday, let's say, so he'll live with her. He might discover she's not a Basula. But by the time Bezdin uh, is uh, convened, he'll cool off and he'll say, you know what, I'll stick it out with her. So we don't want him to cool off. We He lives with her Wednesday night and uh, then Thursday morning he they, they go to Bezdin. So Toysus is bothered by the following question. Toysus asks, what do you mean he'll go to Bezdin? What, what exactly are we going to find out? If she's not a Basula, says Toysus, I understand, let's say for example, she's the wife of a Kayin. So she's the wife of the Kayin. And she's, if we in fact find out that uh, she's not a Basula, it could be she had relations with somebody before he did Eris into her. And in that case, she'll be Mutter. And it could be she had relations after Erisin. And we know that the wife of a Koyen, if she was violated even by Inus, is usher to her husband. So by Isha's Koyen, I understand. We need to make sure that this woman is a Basula because if she's not a Basula and she had relations with somebody, it's a Suffolk. It's a Suffolk Daraisa. She might be usher to him. But Toysa says, by a regular woman, big deal. Let's say she's not a Basula. She's still mutter to him. Because it's a Svek Sveka. This is basically Daftes. Toysus is invoking the famous Daftes that if she's a regular woman, so let, let's think about the possibilities. First of all, she may have been violated before Arison. And in that case, she's definitely mutter to him. And even if she was vi- even if she lost her basulim after Arison, maybe but she was violated. Maybe it was not Baratzain. And if a married woman had relations with somebody against her will, she, she's not an Aisha's coin, she's mutter to her husband. So what exactly are we worried about? Even if she's not a basula, she'll still be mutter to her husband because of what we call Svek Sveka. Rashi, Rashi says, well, we still have to figure out what happened over here. Very nice it's a Svek Sveka, but we still have to clarify and figure out exactly what happened. Toysus is bothered. No, we have a heter of Svek Sveka. So Toysus answers that if she's a Koyen, if she's, excuse me, Isha's Koyen, it's only one Suffolk. And therefore we need to be Mesakein that Isha's Koyen gets married on Wednesday. And once we're Mesakein, Isha's Koyen gets married on Wednesday, then Agav the Isha's Koyen will be Mesakein for all women. Rashi, on the other hand, does not have to come on to Isha's Koyen. Rashi says that we're Masakin for all women that they get married on Wednesday, and Rashi doesn't seem to re- want to rely on a Svek Sveka. So the Chassam Soifer says, what exactly is Machloikis Rashi and Toysis over here? Chassam Soifer writes, this is not in the regular Chassam Soifer on Al-Ashas, it's in Chassam Soifer Ashalim. He says, Rashi's Shita is, that you're right, there's a Svek Sveka over here, but how can you rely on Svek Sveka when you could be Mavarer? You could clarify. You could figure out what happened exactly. What went on? So Rashi's of the opinion, granted there's a Svek Sveka, but a Svek Sveka, She'efshar Levarer, you're Mechuyiv to be Mavarer. You have to clarify. You have to figure out what happened. On the other hand, Rabbi Tam holds 
You don't have to be Mavara. If you have a Svek Sveka, even if it's Efshir Levara, you don't have to be Mavara. Grada, Chsamsefa writes, that Shitas Rabbeinu Tam and Shas, that Svek Sveka, you don't have to be Mavara. So Rabbeinu Tam is going Lishitase. That when you have a Svek Sveka, you don't have to be Mavara. And therefore, Toysus is forced to say, the reason why we get married, the woman gets married on Wednesday is for the Eishas Koyhein. And Rashi doesn't have to come on to Eishas Koyhein. Rashi holds, this is a Svek Sveka, that it's Efshar, um, Levara, you need to be Mavarat. If you look in the Tshuva's Kisav Soifer, Kisav Soifer says he found in the writings of his father that the Machloikis Rashi and Toysus is, do you need to be Mavarer a Svek Sveka? And he says, truth be told, it's not so Pasha just to say that Rabbeinu Tam holds that, uh, he, that Rabbeinu Tam is going to Shitase that you don't have to be Mavara Svek Sveka because Kisav Soifer says Rabbeinu Tam in all likelihood, it would only say you don't have to be Mavara Svek Sveka when it's, when it's a, a Tircha to be Mavara the Svek Sveka. Would you say in this case, it's a Tircha to be Mavara the Svek Sveka? A tircha. Go to Bezdin. And as Rashi says, a call will go out and uh, maybe Edom will come. It's not a big deal. Only by Suffolk Jerusa, the Ksav Soifer says, would Rabbeinu Tam say you don't have to be Mavara the Svek Sveka? So the Ksav Soifer sort of redefines. He says, perhaps in this case, Rabbeinu Tam would say you have to be Mavara Svek Sveka of this type. However, Rabbeinu Tam says, why do we have to be Mesakein that a man should get married on Wednesday? Ah, oh, because we're afraid if he gets going to get married on Tuesday, he's going to cool off and he's not going to be Mavara the Svek Sveka. Who says? Who's, who says there's such a big chashash that the guy will cool off? Maybe he'll do his due diligence and he'll go to Bezden. No, no, we have to make a takana because we're very afraid that the man won't be Mavara the Svek Sveka. Says the Ksav Soifer, could be Rabbeinu Tam holds the Svek Sveka like this, you do have to be Mavara. But we're not choyshesh to be miskulei haiva ulai that we have to make a takana to get married on a Thursday because in the interim the guy will cool off and he won't be Mavara the Svek Sveka. But just to conclude, you could say the flip side. I believe the Chemda Shleimoy writes, even Lafi the Shittais, that typically you don't have to be Mavara the Svek Sveka. In this case, you would be. In other words, even those who would typically say you don't have to be Mavara the Svek Sveka may agree to Rashi in this case that you would have to be Mavara. And for one of two reasons. Number one, because if he is going to stay married to her, they are going to be living Be'isr Kol Yamehem. Maybe, when do we say you don't have to be Mavara Svek Sveka? Okay, it's a piece of meat. So eat it. Worst comes to worst, not kosher. Yay, okay, you did one Avera. But to have husband and wife stayed together, La'ol Me'ad, because they were Mavara Svek Sveka, that we can't do. And one other Svar the Shomer says is, L'gabe <laughs> him it's a Svek Sveka. But she knows what happened. She knows if it was before the Arison or during the Arison. She knows it was Arison. So Legabe her, Legabe her, it's not a Svek Sveka. So it could be Rashi only had to be Mavara the Svek Sveka because Legabe the Isha, it's Yadua. You can't rely, oh, Svek Sveka, I don't need to be Mavara. <laughs> For him it's a Svek Sveka. For her it's not a Svek Sveka. Okay, Rabbi Say, that's just, uh, Lamaisa, a very, 
a very small taste of uh, one little pocket here in Subas, Machlokes Rashi Atosis. You know, you'll have you'll do the sugya of Mesuchraisa the Nezaisa, Mesuchraisa the Nezaisa of Sikreisha Lai Nichale between the Machlokes of Einsham the Aruch and the Ri. Uh, just to conclude, you know, uh, I, I, uh, I it's really a wonderful uh, initiative to take upon yourself uh, Dafa Shavua. In my humble opinion, it's something that uh, will give you tremendous sipuk, and uh, you can make really make a kinyan. The the program, the way we do it in our shul, Monday night we do an amud, Tuesday night we do an amud, we chazar it on Shabbos. We have a shir chazar on Shabbos, and then Sunday morning we have an eon shir. We we pick one little pocket on the blot, sometimes uh, forty minutes, sometimes ten minutes, but just that on every blot, you know, you dig in somewhere. It's always like to, uh, the, the, the Medrash says the Torah is nimshalah l'te'ina. Torah is compared to a fig tree. You know, it's interesting. Uh, there are three opinions in the Medrash. What was the Eitz Hadas? Was it Chita? Was it Gefen? Was it Te'ina? And the Ben Yoyada says it was all three. Shalish Pamim Tachayg. Te'ina, Chita, Gefen. And the three Regalim correspond to the three fruits of the Eitz Hadas. He doesn't say what corresponds to what. So, uh, some some suggest that uh, you also have a fourth possibility. You have the uh, you have the Esrog, right? The, the Medrash says the Esrog. So some say, well, the Esrog corresponds to Sukkot, and the Yayin corresponds to Shmini Atzeres, which is Regal with Perhaps that's the reason for the Minog of drinking Yayin on Simchas Torah. And Pesach corresponds to Tvua, so you have the Matzah. And Shavua corresponds to Te'ina. Kabbal Satar corresponds to Te'ina. The Medrash asks, Lama Nimshal Tarla Te'ina. Why is Tar compared to Te'ina? The Medrash says something very simple. The Medrash says all other fruits. Today, you look at the tree, nothing's ripe. Tomorrow, you look at the tree, all the fruits are ripe. The Tar is not like that. Torah is compared to Te'ina. Te'ina is the only fruit. Today, two fruits are ripe. Tomorrow, two fruits are ripe. The next day, two fruits are ripe. Two at a time. Says the Medrash, so too when it comes to the Torah. A tippish says, eh, Mesech uh, Kalim, it's 30 prakim, I'll never finish it. Nezikin, Baba Kama, Baba Basra, I'll never finish it. But the Chacham says, I don't have to finish it today. I can learn two halachas today two halachas tomorrow, two halachas the next day, and in a short amount of time, it adds up to be a davar chashuv ma'oid. And I think that's the side of Dafa Shavua. It might not be glamorous at first, but it has tremendous kiyom. It's a limud that you can really make a kinyan on the limud. It will really be mizdabeg to the Torah. And uh, I wish all of you tremendous bracha v'atzlacha. Thank you for uh, the opportunity this morning. And uh, Bezos Hashem, hope to hear good news that you make it through Ksubis, Shas Katan, you, you get through all 111 blat, which ultimately the goal of all the learning is to be Maker, that Enoid Malvadoi, 111, and uh, Bracha V'Hatzlacha, and Agun Shabbos. Thank you very much. Amen. Thank you so much, Rabbi. Kaltov.